Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Rebecca Corral. Here's what's happening. As you may have heard from CBS News, it's the first day of open hearings in the impeachment inquiry of President Trump. For the latest, KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign. Doug? Yeah, Rebecca, it's been a contentious five hours. Uh, really, the the biggest nugget of new information came early on when, when William Taylor in his opening statement revealed, as was just reported on the network news, that one of his staff members overheard a conversation between the president and our ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sondland, in a restaurant in Kiev in Ukraine, uh, again referring to investigations and asking Sondland about, you know, the status of Ukraine willing, being willing to investigate the Bidens, as, as Mr. Trump had asked the, the day before of President Zelensky on that phone call. So that's a new piece of information, another case in which uh, the president appears to have made that request. The Republicans have spent a lot of time today saying, hey, there, there was nothing wrong with that. He's trying to root out corruption. At least two members on the Democratic side have pointed out now that the president never used the word corruption or the word corrupt or said anything at all in that conversation about corruption. He only asked about investigating the Bidens. And um, the Republicans have also said there was no actual crime committed because the military aid was eventually released and the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian government never did start that investigation. And President Zelensky himself has said there was no pressure. Uh, Joaquin Castro, congressman from San Antonio, just said, look, attempted murder is still a crime. Attempted robbery is still a crime. Attempted extortion is still a crime. It was clear on the call that the president of Ukraine did agree to begin these investigations, even if later the aid was released. That doesn't mean the president didn't do something wrong initially. And Eric Swalwell from the East Bay had his moment um, getting both witnesses to deny that they're never Trumpers because the president uh, dismissed them this morning on Twitter as never Trumpers. They're both career diplomats who've served Republicans and Democrats and are ostensibly apolitical. And he also got um, Ambassador Taylor to, to agree that it's just wrong for a president to place his self-interest ahead of that of the nation and to condition military aid and foreign policy on his own interests. So uh, we expect this will all wrap up in about half an hour. A few more members have questions um, as we hear essentially more of the same. Um, And then there'll be another hearing Friday when they'll bring in the former ambassador to the Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch, who was fired by President Trump. And is that expected to be any different? Uh, it'll be shorter because it's just her. It's going to start at 8 a.m. our time instead of 7. Uh, and it'll be more of the same. Essentially, her, the focus that we expect, the focus of her testimony to be that Rudy Giuliani led a smear campaign against her. And eventually the president got rid of her. Uh, but uh, again, she's going to be seen as a little more partisan since she, even though 
since she was dismissed by the president. So we expect the Republicans to go pretty rough on her. I, I would expect that they will, yes. Okay, thanks very much, Doug Sovereign. The historic impeachment hearings are a prime opportunity to teach kids and grown-ups about government. KCBS reporter Holly Kwan went to an Oakland high school to find out how the lessons are going. Cheerleading tryouts are this week today. For just a couple minutes, the announcements for cheerleading tryouts at Skyline High drowned out the impeachment hearings being aired in Lydia Ropp's classroom. In recent weeks, she's had to explain the impeachment process over and over. People don't even understand what they're supposed to be watching a lot of times. You're explaining it to adults or kids? Adults. Which is why she's encouraging her students to ask questions. I like learning about it because I like knowing what's going on because, of course, it affects me. It's my, it's the country I live in, and I think that's really important to know about, so. I'm aware that it's happening. Like, of course, I don't pay too much attention to it because it's not my thing, but, you know, I know at least it's a thing and it matters because, you know, at least somewhat. It's very confusing. It's not easy, um, especially being a teen. It's ageism in that. When you're trying to discuss policies, they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a teenager. Some kids said it was more important for them to focus on socioeconomic problems closer to home than to follow what's happening in Washington. At Skyline High in Oakland, Holly Kwan, KCBS. College students are among those struggling to get by amid the Bay Area's high cost of living. KCBS reporter Keith Manconi says San Jose State University is now teaming up with Airbnb to lend a helping hand. When the school term ends, San Jose State's dorms will close, leaving some students searching to find a place to live. Enter Airbnb, which will be working with the university and service nonprofit, the Bill Wilson Center, to bridge the gap by linking students up with an Airbnb home. Bill Wilson Center board president Ron Ritchie says the hosts will be paid for the rooms with money from a state grant. So it's really just a simple system for the students that will allow them to have one simple way in order to find the housing that they need within the Airbnb system. It's not just students at San Jose State. College students around the country struggle to find adequate housing. And Chris Lahane with Airbnb says if this pilot program is successful, they'd like to see it expand. This is a national challenge. We want to help provide that support. We'll learn from that and then begin to apply those lessons back to here so that this program keeps on going uh, as we move forward. Airbnb carried out a similar collaboration with San Jose two years ago when it helped find housing for those displaced by the Coyote Creek flood. In the Silicon Valley Bureau, Keith Manconi, KCBS. For one San Francisco cafe, the impeachment hearings are must-see TV. KCBS's Matt Bigler has more from Manny's in the mission. The impeachment hearings were watched on three big-screen TVs at Manny's Cafe. And the importance of not getting involved in other countries' elections. So anyone that comes to watch the impeachment hearings uh, will get free coffee. Manny Yukutiel is owner of the politically-themed event space where many presidential candidates have made an appearance. He says they plan to air all of the impeachment proceedings live. Our purpose is to create space for people to engage in our politics and this is the most important thing happening in our politics right now. Well I don't have TV and this is a very important day in our history and I wanted to see it and hopefully see it with other people. Wendy Beck was disappointed that the turnout wasn't very large but hopes that will change as the proceedings continue. I'm wishing that more people would be paying attention. Do you think that'll change? I don't know. At Manny's in the Mission, Matt Bigler, KCBS. San Francisco has a new director of transportation. KCBS's Margie Schaefer joins us to report. He's a renowned transportation expert with 25 years experience who most recently worked in Oakland. Margie? 
That's right, Rebecca. San Francisco Mayor London Breed making the introduction, which followed an international search. SFMTA board will be recommending Jeffrey Tomlin as the next director of SFMTA. Tomlin was most recently the interim director of the Oakland Department of Transportation and is also a director at a transportation planning and engineering firm and says he knows how to measure success. That's where my technical work comes into play trying to use tools to be able to measure social equity and environmental outcomes and to align our transportation spending in order to best achieve the public good. Tumman lives in San Francisco. He says his first job is to listen to staff, believing there is great talent as SFMTA, but saying a gap exists between San Francisco's potential and reality, pointing out 25 people have died on the streets this year. I am deeply excited to do the hard work to close that gap. We have the tools and all of the resources that we need. He replaces Ed Riskin, who stepped down in April after eight years on the job and now works in Oakland as an assistant city administrator. Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio.